Guys, I think I'm addicted to Thanksgiving leftovers. My doctor told me to quit cold turkey. <sighs> You're welcome. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's solid. <laughs> Anything but credible? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Anything But Credible podcast, a.k.a. the ABC pod. We appreciate you guys joining us, man. Episode 68, which is absolutely crazy. Griff is not here this week. He's out. He's still in Rolla, Missouri, but for a good reason. His sister ended up having, giving birth. So, to, is it a baby boy, right, Keith? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I hope so. I think so. Uh, so, <laughs> we call Uncle Griff now. From now on, he might, Uncle Tim. He might get a new name. Uh, so, shout out to the Grifford family, his sister, Griff and his nephew, of course, but he is out. But luckily, we found the best co-host possible to fill his spot. We have Todd Rick with us from the PWP Nation Offended podcast. What's up, Todd? Thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Before we get into anything, do me a favor, man, and tell us what's the best way to find the Offended podcast. I uh, find Offended podcast by going to Apple Podcasts and typing in PWP Nation, and it should just pop right on up. Yeah, easy. Yep. And why, what, what does that matter? Well, it's because we'll be talking about some wrestling here in a minute. Todd, this week, we're recording the day after Thanksgiving. It is officially Black Friday, which we'll get into a little bit about that also. But Sunday was a Survivor Series, so we had we were going to have Todd on anyway to come and talk some wrestling. Um, and it just so happened that Griff is going to be stuck in another part of Missouri. So it's just us three this week, but man, we're going to have a good time with that. Also, I would like to say this too. This is, this is kind of random, I know. But Keith, I texted you this the other day. We were looking at our stats the other day. I want to give a shout out to Japan. I really do. We were looking at our stats, and I was very surprised that up until this point, well, actually, our stats, we, we changed the stat provider, so we really can only see back until August. But since August, we only have, uh, only according to my calculations, which could be iffy, <laughs> according to my calculations, only 58% of our total listens are coming from the U.S., which is very surprising to me. I thought it would be much, much higher than that. But coming in second place, coming in really hot, really hot with a big percentage. I think it was almost over 30% Japan. So shout out to you guys in Japan. We really? appreciate you guys. Yeah. Famous awesome. in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Keep listening. Tell a friend over there. There's a lot. We, we appreciate that. I think man. that's Griff's, awesome. Griff's dream to be famous in Japan. Really? I think so. He's getting really close, I feel like. To, yeah. To maybe he he wants superstardom in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> There's no doubt. Okay. To my right, Keith Kilkay. What's up, man? Yo. How we doing? Doing good. Yourself? Yeah. Have a good Thanksgiving, guys. Always, man. Yeah. What about you, Ted? Yeah, I had a really good Thanksgiving. I'm a little out of it right now. Yeah. It's like food coma still. Hangover. Food coma, that could be the one hour of sleep I got before I had to get up at five in the morning to go Black Friday shopping. Other mm. than that. <laughs> the classic Black Friday shopping. So you went out early. You're one of those early people. Yeah, I was drug into it. <laughs> Did not really want to do it. What about you? Somebody Keith? drug you? Yeah. Oh wow. Drag drug. <laughs> it was a bad joke. Yeah, that was a bad. <laughs> I, just, I was just going to try and skip over it. But... <laughs> now, what about you, Keith? You don't seem like the kind of guy that gets up early and goes shopping. I get up early for nothing besides work. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Maybe like a good breakfast or something. No, a good breakfast or hunting. So okay, that's about it. Which 
I guess we should say we talked about that last week. You did go hunting last weekend as yes. me and Griff. Did we, did you, as you said last week, did you end up saying a prayer? I did. Wow, I did. I got one. I, I got a deer. Wow. Yeah. I, I harvested a deer. Congrats. Thank you. Nice. Thank you. Eight point buck. It was a small rack, but uh, yeah. You're happy with it though? Yeah. Very happy. Cool, man. Getting it a uh, European mounted. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Is yeah, that yeah, what yeah. it was? That, you boil it or something? Yeah. 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 It's just okay. the skull and the antlers. Yeah. So it should be cool. Yeah. That'd yeah. be cool. Got a bunch of meat out of it, so. That's always a plus, right? Deer sticks coming your way. Yeah, whenever I get them, hit me with that uh, summer sausage, man. No, I'm getting the I'm getting the small ones this time. The, the uh, I'm not getting the big old summer sausage oh, log this time. I'm getting the sticks. Yeah, I'm cool with sticks, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm cool with that. I don't know what I'm gonna get though. Jerky too, maybe. Uh, no jerky. No, no just jerky. stick. That's gonna be a lot of sticks, man. Yeah, I I, I like uh, sharing the wealth. I give them out, you know. Okay. So. It's all good. I just don't know what kind of get. I'm thinking pepper jack cheese in them this time. Oh, yeah. I'm in on on that. That sounds good. Yeah. Are you tied? Are you a hunting guy? No. (laughs) I'm not. Me neither. Let's leave it at that. Well, congrats. (laughs) Congrats to you, Keith. Listen, everyone out there, as we said, as we have been saying, I would like to mention before we get into all the goodness uh, of this episode, the, uh, the intro, or I should say the dad joke that Keith brought us in. Don't, don't, uh, don't forget to, that jokes are allowed, whatever it is, your audio recordings, when it comes to that audio intro, send in whatever. You can start off the next episode. We want to hear from you. And you can send that to any of our social media pages and, of course, anything but credible dot, or at gmail.com. Now, Todd, what we got here, you here for today is to bring the wrestling knowledge, as I said before, because we had a big event, apparently, yep. in the wrestling world. Yep. Survivor um, Series. Survivor Series, right. Mm-hmm. And that was last Sunday? Yep, this past Sunday. So we were like, listen, we're recording this on Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday. And um, we were like, you know what? We, we, we got to talk about this wrestling that happened. But how, how are we going to fit this in? You know, Thanksgiving and everything. Mm-hmm. We're like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> we'll just do it the day after Thanksgiving. But as Todd said, we're still in a, he's in a coma because he got up early. I don't know about you guys, but I, I'm in a food coma still. <laughs> Days later, I mean, I I I went. To, I had to go to three separate family events. Oh man, I saw that French toast though. Oh yeah, one of them. Oh dude, my grandma just decided out of nowhere to switch it to a breakfast. Like a, it was a brunch, but just breakfast food. Dope. It was amazing. Dope. I don't know if anyone else does that for Thanksgiving, but I highly suggest that. That sounds awesome. Yeah, man, it was like egg casseroles and. French toast, bacon, it's just like all the good stuff, but the, the breakfast stuff. Is it bad that I don't like breakfast food? In what way? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? You just don't I, like eggs I and can't stuff? eat in the morning, like at all. Like it takes me like hours before I can like actually eat something. Okay. So, okay. I'm, I'm kind of the same way. But when it comes yeah. to, when it comes to those hours passing, mm. you just don't even, you like pass the breakfast food as a whole. You just go to like lunch yeah. food. Yeah. I just go straight, basically. Yeah. Straight into lunch. No, we're not. We're talking no cereal, no, no, like average normal day things. Yeah, no. Okay. Hey, I mean, everyone's yeah. got their own thing, right? You ever do like breakfast for dinner or just no, not no, really. no, <laughs> no, no. Tea we, should, <laughs> we should also mention too. I got. I want to ask you guys about. We talked had a too much, too far in depth of a conversation about gravy last week. So I'd like to mention that, Todd. I'd like to ask you too. Did yesterday consist of gravy? If so, how was it? I yeah, obviously it consisted of gravy. What about and you, Ted? I poured it over everything. Uh, what do you mean everything? 
over my turkey, taters, stuffing, corn. I mean, you can put that shit on anything. <laughs> That's disgusting. It's not. Because then, like, well, you mix a little turkey in with the mashed taters plus corn. You mix it all up. Just a little bit. Not a huge serving of it. It's like a KFC bowl. <laughs> it's fucking great. Uh, do those come with gravy, I guess? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> what about you, Todd? You I didn't know that guy? was a serious question. I, I, I don't, you know I don't do KFC, dude. <laughs> I had a bad, bad experience. You don't, like, you don't do KFC? What was it? What? No, zero. Zero percent. You had a bad experience? Mm-hmm. Did you get the, the chicken breast sandwich thing? Yeah. The uncooked chicken <laughs> sandwich. Oh. Yeah, but uh you know you know, sorry to hear that just the other thing too is grow, growing up down here in south city right down the street next to actually kfc i was raised as Lee, as a lee's chicken kind lee's of guy. Is good. Lee's is good. so i i know there's not very many lee's but down here at least mm-hmm. I'll, I'll pick a lee's over uh kfc but not to say that i don't think i, I mean i can't remember the last time i had some fried chicken it's been a long time you're missing out. I know. <laughs> I don't um, know what else to tell you. Todd, what about you, man? Did, did your Thanksgiving consist of gravy intake? Are you a gravy guy? I am not a gravy guy. I'm actually <laughs> a gravy yeah, man. There we go. Like, you guys probably figured it out from the last time I was on the show. I'm a pretty picky either. I don't even put anything in my hot dog. So like, yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> I you would don't put like gravy on my food. hot dog. He doesn't like breakfast food. So then the biscuits and gravy automatically out. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey. What's up? I'm not the only one. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah you aren't the only one. <laughs> okay. That makes me I feel just a little bit better. don't know how you f- lube up your food. You need food lube, <laughs> dude. Well, I mean, luckily I had I got the breakfast food oh, in. Oh, God. So you put ketchup, ketchup all over ready, that, dude. didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. I was ready to go. <laughs> Anybody else in your family look at you like you're weird? No, no. That's a normal thing. People, believe it or not, people eat, put ketchup on their food. Not all the food, but eggs for sure. I've seen it on eggs. I'll give you that one. Yeah, it's not bad on eggs. I do like ketchup and eggs. Okay. Yeah, see? Come on, Keith. I'll put hot sauce on them. Ooh. Actually, I take back what I said about breakfast food. I do like hot sauce with eggs. That's, yeah. It's delicious. Hot sauce on eggs. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I got another question for you guys, because I tweeted this out the other day. I was thinking. Has anyone, maybe you guys have had this before. I don't know. Are you guys mac and cheese kind of people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what are we talking have, about here? Has, is there such a thing as pepper jack macaroni and cheese? Like spicy. Yes. Just purely made with the spicy cheese. Mm-hmm. That's a I've thing. had it before. Okay. Is it good? Yeah. Okay. Because I would definitely eat that. I've never sure. had it, but I'm mm-hmm. really willing to try You'd it. About it. Well, so I had some. Does Twitter- it come in a box? What do you, craft oh, or that's shells? What, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Have you that's, actually that? That's not something you see, right? All no, the time. No. I mean, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it does. And, and I'm I, making it. Dude, it's it's got to be good. So we had uh, Scally, actually, who are, who is our ringside reporter. He'll be yeah. in a couple weeks uh, to, to to carry on some some wrestling conversations with us. But he tweeted me back and said that the normal procedure is to just make mac and cheese and then mix in a bunch of hot sauce with it. Have you guys ever done that? Yeah. Because I didn't know that was a thing. You've never done hot sauce with mac and cheese? No. Mm. Is that weird? Like no. when you make it? Like after you make it, then you put hot sauce in it. Yeah, I've done that before. Oh, yeah. Huh. Man, I'm like way far behind on the on the food. <laughs> you need to step up your yeah yeah okay your mac and cheese game, I Listen, guess. Let's, let's, let's get off the food. Thanksgiving's <laughs> over. We can put in the past, at least for a couple of weeks until Christmas comes, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's move on. And... We're gonna. We're about to. I want to dive into some wrestling, Todd, with you. After that, just for everyone listening, we're we are gonna 
get a theory of the weekend. He's, he's bringing that. And then afterwards, we are going to talk about some weekly weirdness. We'll get some of that in, bringing us into, and then after that, we'll get out of here and, uh, you know, keep it short and sweet and simple. But Todd, Sunday Survivor Series. All right. Mm-hmm. First of all, for me and Keith, now we, we've we've discussed this before about how we like wrestling, just not yeah. in the loop, right? <clears throat> mm-hmm. What exactly does Survivor Series mean? What is this? What is the purpose of this? And is it the? It's not the biggest event, but it's on, one of on the scale of top events of mm-hmm. the year calendar. I mean, where are we talking? Where is this falling here? So WWE has four big pay-per-views a year okay for really i mean they've been around for this was the 31st anniversary of survivor series so like they've been around like for a while that's yeah this is older than me yeah (laughs) so that's why they're considered like the big four okay and this was the big four this is probably ranked fourth out of the big four this is probably the weakest one but still it's now like raw versus smackdown so like Mm. show versus show for like brand supremacy that's like what this whole show was about okay It okay. was fun. I can dig that. Yeah. Well, because so I I read, I actually got a, a web um a little bit of some notes here. I I, I read that it was six hours long. Yeah. With, yeah. I, I wow. heard that it was a two hour pre show. Yep. What what are they doing for two hours before the show? Do so, they have to set it? I mean, what are they doing? Talking matches, man. They, that, that's a lot. That's a lot of talking of matches right there, though, isn't it? They hype the matches, and then they also have other matches also on the pre show. So. For the people that they couldn't fit in on like the main card, they'll be on that. And there's yeah. about three or four matches. Every four, all the four big pay per views now are all six hours. Like it's exhausting. So yeah. like wow. the big ones, WrestleMania, right? Yep, that's and the that's Super Bowl. Like six, seven, eight yep. hours, something like that. I think last year, I think it was like eight. That's I think what it was I thought. Close to eight. Yeah. I think they had a four hour pre show. Oh. And then the night before, though. <laughs> so now with all these four big pay-per-views, they stay in the same city for Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Holy! And what? It generates the city so much money that I was like, going to say the city like loves it. Like people, are, like cities have been bit like bidding on these like big pay-per-views now. Well, I know so, last year for Tampa Bay, didn't they sell out that entire football stadium? Uh, WrestleMania um, did. Well, it did the football? It yeah, was, they were uh, the football. Miami. It was in- it was Miami. Okay. Yep, yeah. yeah. I knew it was somewhere. Or no, no, excuse me. Orlando. That's what it was. Orlando. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, so if they stay the whole weekend, does that mean that your pay-per-view, they do multiple events? Yep. So, and your pay-per-view, pay-per-view lasts all weekend? So uh, Saturday night is NXT and that's their like developmental systems, like their minor leagues. That was actually the best pay-per-view of the year so far. Really? Oh, yeah. damn. That was, we'll have to get into that. That one, NXT has been... They're called takeovers, and like that's what they like always call them. And this Saturday, <clears throat> excuse me, this past Saturday was called War Games, and it's two rings with like a cage like over both of the rings, oh. and it's just like three teams just I mean beat the shit out of each other. Like the pay per view was insane, like easily best pay per view of the year. And then wow, you got the main roster pay per view, and on Monday Raw and Tuesday SmackDown. Like, wow, damn. Yeah. So you literally are like you. I mean, yeah. How much are they charging for that? Because that that's got to be. If you're a big fan, I mean, that's a pretty solid investment. If for, you're gonna get for tickets or for like the pay per view, the pay per view. Well, they do WWE Network now, so it's nine ninety nine a month. You don't have to pay oh. for any of oh. it. Yeah, I mean, you do, but like, it's not. I've been watching pay per views since like nineteen ninety nine. I haven't missed one, and they used to be sixty dollars a month. Oh wow! Shit. I was gonna say if you do something like that, though, just imagine if they did a three to four day thing. I mean, they could easily get a hundred bucks from you. So it's like a net. Netflix subscription. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's not bad. And they do, but 
Do they yeah. do like uh, so? I'm guessing you get to stream Raw, SmackDown whenever you want. And- they they go on the network. I think two or three weeks after they've aired because of their TV contracts with mm. USA. That makes sense. Mm. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I didn't realize it was like that. That's it's mm-hmm. cool. It's almost like you know the big stand up comedians that do or or bands. You know now the new thing is like they'll do a Friday and Saturday or like a country yeah. singer. You know, yeah, will come and do a Friday and a Saturday. And I mean, it's perfect. Kill. Yeah. It's just like, why yeah. not? You know, if, if you got the demands there, you know, mm-hmm. why not? So let's, without getting too into deep into like each individual matchup, yep. how do we, how should we break this down? I mean, can you first give us what, at least that big headlines that we, that we should know about or that we might've caught or so something like that? There was like, I want to say there's probably three big matches off Survivor Series out of the seven that were there, like on the main roster. And the show kicked off with this uh, group called The Shield, and they faced the New Day. It's like uh, teams of three, and like they've been around for a while, and it was like a dream match. Like the fans like really wanted to see. It was okay. Like I thought it could have been a little better, but it was still a solid match. Like a yeah. solid like opening to the show. Okay. Uh, then you had SmackDown's champion versus Raw's champion. It was Brock Lesnar versus AJ Styles. Brock's back. Oh, yeah. Oh. And that match. That was one of the best matches of the year. Oh, like, damn. Yeah, that match was awesome. And they beat the shit out of each other. Like, <laughs> Brock looked like he actually like injured his knee like in the match. Like at the final like spot, it looked like he caught him and like his like right knee like buckled, it looked like. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. It was it looked pretty nasty. And then like he couldn't like, like he was having trouble walking. Update? Yeah. Are you telling oh, Esterbin? Yeah. People are saying it's it was part of the show, but I don't think it was because he's a part time wrestler. Yeah, he only shows up like every now and then. So I think they're just kind of keeping it under wraps so they can keep the belt on him. Because usually okay. when a wrestler gets injured, they take the belt off like immediately. Okay. Right. Yeah. So that's what I was going to say. So did he end up winning? He had to, uh, had to have won that yeah. match, right? Yeah, they're yeah. building up like him versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. They've been building up for like the past year now. So. Oh. And when's WrestleMania? Uh, this WrestleMania is April 2nd, I think. Okay. 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 It's always the... Uh, it's always the night before the finals there for uh, March Madness. Oh, okay. Interesting. All right, so keep going. Uh, what else we got? Uh, the main event was weird. Like <laughs> <laughs> Weird, he says. Okay. So it was a five-on-five five Survivor Series match. Five-on-five? Five. Yeah. And so it's a process of elimination. You have to eliminate every single person. Then that's where the name Survivor Series comes from because it's like, who's going to be the sole survivor or survivors oh. of your team? So okay. it all comes down to that main match, basically. Yep. Okay. Yeah, because throughout the night, uh, Raw versus SmackDown, they had like these matches and they were tied at like three apiece. So the f- main event, like... Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And... Um, so on Raw, you had like Triple H, Kurt Angle... Uh, and three new guys and Samoa Joe, Finn Balor, and Braun Strowman. And then on SmackDown, you had Shane McMahon, John Cena, Randy Orton, and these two new guys, Bobby Roode and Shinsuke Nakamura. I thought it was weird because instead of building up like the young talent and like pushing for the future, right? it was all about like the old guys in the match. Really? Yeah. It was about like the Cenas and the Triple H's? It was about, yeah, tri- really? it was mostly about Triple H, Angle, and Shane McMahon. And Cena got eliminated like quick. Whoa! Like, yeah, it was like it was very hmm. strange. Is like, John Cena just not the top of the game anymore? He's well, he hasn't really been on it. This is this was the first time he was on it dude. in months. Like dude, actually, he's, What's up he's with big him? league now. Yeah, man. he's making movies. Yeah, he's always passing making that. movies, mm-hmm. doing Today Show. Wait, and also I got a question: Isn't wasn't Shane McMahon the, that dude that just jumped off that? Yep, mm-hmm. off so the he, cage. He's, he must be. Okay. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> 
He, he was, almost died, but yeah, you know, he's fine. He's just jumping off that steel cage. Did you see that? Did you ever see the clip No, of that? I didn't. Oh my God. How, how high up is high. this? It like was, 10, 12 feet? It, no. It looked higher than that. More than that. Oh. I, was, I thought it was like 20, 25-ish, but. I'll have, to no. sh- I'll have to show you after. Yeah, who, who, who got thrown off a cage like this was? A while ago, mankind. Went, yeah, yeah, went through the announcers' table. So it was like it was that. <laughs> yeah. It was that. So now the Hell in the Cell is mm-hmm. raised higher. Now they made it yeah. higher on purpose so the wrestlers don't jump off of it because the wrestlers have gotten crazier. But Shane McMahon, Shane McMahon, said it, fuck it, it. Yeah. and jumped like, off. Yeah. So okay, so and so he's, back he's to the live. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's back fighting, man. Okay. So back to this. So we it's back in the main match here. You, you're saying that. They were not focused on the up and coming talent. Did not those guys all. get knocked out early? Then is that what that means? Yeah, like it was strange. Like, uh, like so, these two guys on Team SmackDown with the first two eliminated, like Bobby Roode and Shinsuke Nakamura, and like they're supposed to be like this next big guys, like for the company. And there was like they're done. And like Finn Balor is like this huge guy for Raw, and so is Samoa Joe, and they got eliminated quickly. And like, what is going on? Like, yeah, why is like Triple H like still in this? Like Triple H barely comes around. He just came back like last week on Raw, just to say he was in the match. And oh, like, wow. Kurt Angle doesn't really wrestle anymore. This is his second match he, for he's wrestled for WWE in like 10 years. Like, it's, yeah, it's strange. That so when these weird. guys, so when guys like this come out of the tunnel, are you just sitting there like, what? Like, or do, I mean, do you know that these guys are coming, first of all? Like somebody like Kurt Angle, who's not there every every event. But then I feel like if you came out, you'd be like, what? The, what the hell is Kurt doing? He hasn't been here in eight yeah. months. Like, what the I mean, fuck? When the, he came back, like it was awesome. Like that was like, that's one of the things like I love about wrestling is like those like returns and like surprise elements and the okay. crowd going yeah. nuts. Okay. Like that's one of the main reasons why I love wrestling so much is like the way the crowd like reacts like to everything. And those moments are awesome. But usually these old guys put over the young talent in this match. They did not do that at all. Mm. It was just strange. Hmm. Very strange. And like Triple H turned on angle at the end pedigreed him they're on the same team and acted like he was helping out shane and then pedigreed shane and then pinned shane because he just wanted to be the one to win the match i'm like that's like old school triple h just being like a vindictive like piece of shit yeah <laughs> like yeah. like it made sense but i'm like why like why yeah. did that need to happen yeah. it didn't need to happen at all so triple h won yeah team raw won okay team raw won yep hmm Mm. That's strange. Why yeah. push the old talent? Yeah, it didn't yeah. make any sense. And I guess they're building towards this guy, Braun Strowman. This guy's huge. He's like bigger than Lesnar. Like he makes oh. Lesnar look small. Whoa. I didn't know that was possible. Yeah. And like <laughs> at the after the show, he like power slammed like Triple H for like screwing over like Angle. <laughs> oh, that's dope. Like, so I guess they did push over the talent, but they did it in a really strange and weird yeah. way. It's like after they, gave, after they gave out the belt or something? Yeah, like or after, right, they after, they, right after the match. Yeah. Ended. Yeah. It was strange. So it's like they still got the championship, but then you still get to pay like the, yeah, it the, was, the penalty, I guess. It was weird. So did that was that a buzzkill? I mean, as far as leading up to, I mean, because goddamn, you're talking four hours of straight wrestling. Yeah, I mean, it, does, is it, that is that something that's bad enough to kill the p- previous three hours? Or yeah, is, yeah. really? I mean, it oh, was, really? Uh, oh man, it was just awkward. I always remember texting my friends back and forth. I'm just like, what the hell is going on oh, right now? Like, yeah. it was strange. But NXT made up for it. Raw was awesome the next night, and SmackDown was awesome the following night. So it made up for it, I guess. Okay. And yeah. now you were saying NXT was bringing it, right? Oh my God. Every takeover, like every takeover they have had for the past like three years has almost been better than the main roster and stuff. What exactly does that mean when you say their takeover? What does that mean? So their pay-per-views are called takeover. Like there's no oh. like set names like uh, Survivor Series or like WrestleMania. Okay. Every single one of their pay-per-views is called takeover. And it's only, 
I think it, they only do them before like the big four pay-per-views. Like they only get them like mm. every now and then. So okay. that, I think that makes the matches like a little more meaningful, I guess, in the way. Cause it's that slow burn to the story instead of like rushing it every single month. So when you, when you say that you have the WWE network and you have that, that monthly subscription, are, mm -hmm. is NXT a part of that or yep. is it only on these big events? NXT is a part of that. Okay. Yep. It's on every Wednesday night on the net, just exclusively on the network. Cool. Mm. So what, what exactly, I mean, how do you, I don't know how, if you can explain it to two guys that don't watch <laughs> wrestling, but what exactly, you know, made it so good slash almost possibly better than the main event? Uh, just like the overall, the talent. I, I think like if you guys, like even people who like don't really watch wrestling that much, I think you could watch the show and just be like, holy shit. Like after some matches, like, they cause they flying were insane. around. Yeah. Yeah. Like <clears throat> the crowd. I mean, these NXT crowds are like nuts. Like, <laughs> they will be so entertaining for you. Like you'll just almost want to see like what they're going to do next. Like in these matches, I mean, they're awesome. And uh, so there's this thing called too sweet, like the wolf pack, like the too sweet thing, like from the nineties. I don't know if you guys know what that is or not. Yeah. But um, when the ref would count like a one, two and the guy would kick out and the ref would go two, the crowd would just go sweet. Like with <laughs> it, like the entire, like 20,000 people would do it with them. Like it Damn. was awesome. Like NXT is insane. Now, NXT, they're obviously, like you said, fighting a bunch of, in front of a bunch of crowds. Mm -hmm. Do they follow like Raw or SmackDown around mm -hmm. to the different cities, or is it like one set location? So they are filmed at Full Sail University in uh, really? Orlando, Florida. Yeah, really, yeah. Full Sail. Yeah, it's a really tiny crowd. I mean, you maybe get like 100, 200 people in there. So, like, okay. they just stay it's, there. But they're just yeah. about it. I wonder yep. why. Okay. Just not enough money to travel. I mean, why, why, they, uh, why, why one stationary place? I think it's easier for the talent because their uh, performance center, like where they work out and where they train at, is yeah. located also in Orlando. Mm -hmm. And it gives you kind of that indie feel, I guess, to the show. Yeah. And which I think, to me personally, I think the independent wrestling is way better than WWE. Like, okay. So, oh, and, dude, the time we went to the indie wrestling down here mm -hmm. on Broadway, oh, I was digging it, dude. <laughs> so, yeah, I was loving it. Promotions like Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling, who are killing it right now and like i mean they're putting up some serious competition to wwe and mm. nxt gives you that like their feel kind of in a way okay like, it's more for like the feel of the show feels like an old like late 90s like wrestling episode instead of like overproduced like how it is now kind of in a way i gotcha so how, how long have they been doing this survivor series is this something that's been since day one i mean 31 years oh yep. did you say that oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <don't> it's all right <laughs> 31 years. Yep, Why 31 have I never years. heard? I feel like I've heard of the other, you know, you, you throw out mm -hmm. some some, some event names, you know, I'm like, oh, I've heard of that. You know, it's, Survivor Series is one that I. Yeah, it's the probably the weakest of the four. I mean, it's still fun. Like it used to always be five on five matches. Like that's what kind of like mm -hmm. what started the pay-per-view. Okay. okay. And so you got like WrestleMania is number one, obviously. SummerSlam second. That's like the summer version of WrestleMania. And then Royal Rumble, which is a ton of fun to watch. And then Survivor Series. Gotcha. The what's the big four? What's the Royal Rumble all, all about? That's the one that's Scally. That's Scally's thing. Yeah, that's my favorite. He, he has a big, like, a party, and they, like, do... They draw, draw, they draw names out of a yep. hat and mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, he, he goes... I think he goes hard for that. Yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite pay-per-view. That's been my favorite since I was a little kid. Okay. So it's, like, this match of, like, 30 wrestlers. Every two minutes, like, another wrestler will come out. Oh. And the winner of the match, you have to win the match by throwing your wrestler over the top rope. And if both feet hit the floor, they're eliminated. So the last person in the ring gets a title match at WrestleMania. That's like uh, yeah. uh, okay. That sounds sick. Yeah. That does sound cool. I'd yeah, have to check that favorite. one out. You just 
thrown people out of the ring. <laughs> oh, that, that match is fun because you're like, okay, who's coming out next? Like, yeah. so much fun. Oh, yeah. dude. It's almost like Mortal Kombat going up the columns. Dude, yeah, for sure. You Damn. don't know who's next. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Liu Kang comes up <laughs> and bicycle kicks the shit out of you. <laughs> you're done, son. So where, this being the last week of November, moving into December, January, the new year, what what do we what are you looking forward to as far as just anything in any of the division? I don't. know, What do you call? Do you call them divisions? What do you call for a wrestling? Yeah, like what you call? You kind of call them just shows, brands, kind okay, of in a way. Yeah. So out of everything, I'll just I'll just make it general. Mm-hmm. Out of everything, like what are you looking forward to moving into the new year here? In terms of WWE, I don't really have a lot, honestly. Like okay. so, December's kind of a slow month for WWE. It's kind of like the holidays, so they don't. It seems like they don't really try like that much. Okay, like. It's kind of like throwing everything together, just like pretty predictable of what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, then like January hits, right when January hits, then it's full-blown WrestleMania season. Like that's when they go all out. Like Start gearing up yeah, towards so, WrestleMania. So December is kind of like the, you know, the calm before the storm. Mm-hmm. And then, but over in New Japan, uh, there's this wrestler called Kenny Omega. He's considered like one of the best wrestlers in the world right now. What an awesome name, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny Omega. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> He's part of this group called the Bullet Club, and oh. they're awesome. Like, they're, like, killing it right now. And uh, was it last month, Chris Jericho challenged him to a match at their WrestleMania. It's called Wrestle Kingdom Uh-oh. in January. And apparently, WWE okayed Jericho to go wrestle him. So it's like... Actually, WWE versus New Japan, oh, like on January fourth. Like, I cannot wait. <laughs> so that's going to be a big deal. Yeah, that's a huge deal. The just the fact that they're letting Jericho go wrestle like over there is insane, and it's in the Tokyo Dome, like over in Japan. That oh, it's huge. Damn. Oh fuck. Okay. Okay. Keith, we'll have to keep our eyes open for that. Man. Yeah, that sounds interesting. So, is it like a full slate of New Japan and WWE no, guys? Actually, that's just, just that match. It's just, just that one. Just the matchup. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'm been kind of becoming more of a fan of New Japan than WWE lately. But who knows after that? You know, what if it blows up and maybe there'll be more? You know, what if that opens the doors to some new crossovers slash, you know, connections like that? Maybe. I don't know. Is that not a thing? I don't know. Vince McMahon is such a asshole i don't think like no he's gonna infiltrate (laughs) send his head writer over there just like he did the wcw and ruin it it's like well he's sending his boy jericho over there to go talk to people and try to get him to come over to the wwe that's my feeling is what he's doing Uh, oh yeah yeah. this is an ambassador trip this isn't yeah just for the match and kenny omega's contract uh is actually up i think in February. It's either up in February or September of next year. Oh, he's and getting he's, signed. Yeah, he said his end game is WWE, without a doubt. And okay. there's these two guys, uh, Nick Jackson and Matt Jackson, the Young Bucks. And they said wherever they go or wherever Kenny goes, they go with them. And they are my favorite wrestlers. Right I was going to say, didn't you? You yeah, you recently guys met them. them. Yeah, right? I met them. Yeah, I really, how was that? That oh, they were the nicest, coolest people. Really? Yeah, I mean, uh, I wrote an article for them for PWP Nation, and I uh, had them sign the article. And Matt Jackson's like, oh my God, I remember this. You wrote this for PWP like before I can even say it. That's awesome. Yeah. So they like gave me a hug, shook my hand, took a picture. Yeah. And then they both retweeted it and like, yeah, it was cool. That That's cool. wild, man. That was sweet. That was really cool. So any, before we move on to the theory and some weekly weirdness, is there anything that you feel like, I don't know about the Survivor Series or really anything in wrestling in general that you feel like needs to be said or needs to be put out there? Anything, anything that you would like people to, I don't know. You know, I feel like sometimes people that are, you know, deep into things that are like 
just watch out for this, check out this, or maybe mm-hmm. something. I mean, is there anything that comes to mind as far as as far as that goes? I would I would probably say if like anybody has the free time, go check out this match between Kenny Omega versus uh, this guy. Uh, I can never pronounce his first name correctly because it's Japanese, but his last name's Okada. Okada, okay. They had two. They had three matches, and two of them are considered like the greatest wrestling matches ever. Like, oh, ever? A, yeah. There's this guy named Dave Meltzer who like rates these matches, and it gives them like out of like five stars. Like, and it's like really hard to get a five star rating. How even with all of these classic, classic wrestlers that mm. throughout the history of time, yeah, we're talking possibly. Mm. Wow. Yeah, and the, both matches. The first match I think was 45 minutes long. Second wow. match was 60 minutes long. And wow. the third one, I think, was 30. But, like, the second match got, like, a six-star rating. Like, the first one Whoa. ever. Like, he was considering <laughs> to be, like, the greatest match, like, oh, of all time. Man. <laughs> like, and those matches are insane because it looks like they actually literally beat the shit out of each okay. other. Okay. They're, like, they look legit. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it, like, when you think it's over, it's not over. Like, it just keeps going. Well, and yeah. It's you insane. stand in there for an hour. Jeez, man. And these Japan crowds are kind of more, uh, I guess, respectful, I guess, in a way. They're not as crazy as, like, these Amer- as like American fans are, like, always chanting. They get, like, into it like American fans do. Like, okay. they woke them up and, like, they were, like, almost standing up, like, the entire time. Rip his fucking head off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. I definitely highly suggest go checking out their matches. Okay. Cool, man. Will do. Um, well, I, I feel like I'm informed now. I feel like <laughs> I know at least... Survivor Series. I know you can at least bullshit your way through a conversation. <laughs> I, I can definitely. Go, oh yeah, dude. Well, you know, like this. Ha- you know, yeah. If I mean, you don't, you can just text me, and I'll be like, I got you. Oh, I'll be like, yeah, put the oh. earbud in. Just it's like, I oh, hold on one second, man. I just gotta like go to the bathroom real quick. I pull my phone, text Todd. What the? What, who, <laughs> who beat Johnny Omega in the fucking? Um, but no. We <laughs> thanks again, Todd, man. We appreciate uh, you know stopping by, but he's not going anywhere. He's sticking around for the theory I'm here. and the weekly weirdness, which, fuck it, let's get into it. Keith, what do you got, man? Theory of the week this week. The global war on cash. What? Yeah. Cat? Straight cash, homie? Straight cash, homie. Straight cash? There's a war on it, son. Oh. People, you know, these plastic cards, they've been out for a while now. And people have been slowly, slowly, slowly weaning themselves off of physical cash. Now, our generation is a prime example of this. I am I am a prime example. We rarely carry cash. I don't have any cash ever. <laughs> I have cash on me right now, but... You're a cash guy. I am a cash guy because of this. Oh, okay. Tell me. Okay. So, <laughs> India, I don't know if you guys have seen recently, uh, started buying back all physical cash no. from their country. Oh. So, they're all switching over to strictly credit cards and plastic-based systems. So it's it's pretty much a computer-based system. Mm. Because, like, I'm sure you guys get your checks direct deposit. Yes. You don't have to go to a bank and be like, here, I need to put this in here. Right. I actually yeah. don't. Oh, you don't? No. It's so weird. You get your checks? Yeah, I actually get... Yeah, I work for an IT company, and we get our checks. <laughs> it's so oh, weird. Okay. Dude, that's so kind of wild, yeah. yeah. So do you do, like... you? You know the people that have they they get a check and they just pull out their phone. You you, you take a picture of it, then you send it. It's done. You don't even need mm-hmm. to. That's like, crazy. And normally I used to do that, but I saw that it takes forever. Yeah, it does. for it to transfer into my Ooh, bank account. So that would be. I, rough. I got fucked one time doing that, so I don't do that anymore. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll carry on, Keith. Anyway. So, the world is trying to get you away 
from cash. For sure. Because it's a lot easier for them to claim assets that you own and claim other things that you own when there's no physical trail of anything. There's just a documented online history of this, but there's there's nothing physical. Okay. So the only thing banks really do is protect your money as of right now because like the interest rates that banks are just terrible Tell me compared about to where they're used to be. Yeah. So pretty much. We're going to a cashless system, so governments and banks can take all of our money. Like, dive a little bit deeper into that for me. Like, okay, what, what so, do you, like, okay. You don't even have to print the money, the physical money yeah. anymore. You can just say, okay, the government needs a billion dollars. The Federal Reserve just, okay, here you go, billion dollars. But what does that have to do as far with us, though? I mean, they... Technically, you could say that, you know, you could basically say there's any dollar amount in there or whatever. But, you know, all of our bank accounts right now, we have a a set, you know, dollar amount in there. I'm kind of confused on where. They can make the dollar or any other currency, whatever they want it to be worth is pretty much. Oh, so you're saying that if they take all of that physical cash, physical money away, that in some state in the future, Technically, they could just say dollars are now worth. Yeah, uh, it's like going off the gold standard. Now they're worth what we 20, have now. Yeah, now they're worth ten cents. Yeah, you'll have no idea what they're worth. And they can do that because there's no physical anything. You can't. You don't have that physical dollar. And since you have all di- your currency is digital. Yeah. That technically, if they make that that change, you basically just have to say okay because there's nothing physical for you to say. No, I still have this piece of paper that says it's worth five dollars. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know if I like that. Do you think that that, I mean, but don't you think that would like, I mean, they, they've been trying to cause do this an for uprising. a while, yeah. like a revolt, like an uprising or something. Has it caused an uprising with us? Uh, it, it, it's yeah. a, it, it's been a gradual thing yeah. for like 10, 20, 30 years now. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's strange. Cause I don't use, I don't really use cash either, but at the same time, I feel like I kind of almost need it. Like, yeah. But you don't ever think that I need it. The thing is, you don't ever think that I need this because in one one day in the future they might fuck me. And well, it's not going to be it. one day, so you're never going to get a revolt. It's going to be slow, slowly change, slowly going up. Kind of like how what is it? The euro that's really struggling, or is it the pound? Something's like really. Str- I think the euro's stronger than the Something dollar right now, but the euro is also like. 20 different countries yeah that's true combined so so is this just an is this a u.s thing is the u.s no 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 it was worldwide worldwide. right because you started talking about india yeah yeah yeah. they were the first ones to try and fully implement it so here i don't know if this is skipping too far ahead as far as the conversation but the first thing my mind jumps to is all of the cryptocurrencies yeah and the new ones that are trying to be formed i mean there are new ones being formed Mm -hmm. all the time actually yeah but it's still backed by nothing. That's what people are finding problems with. Well, that's with. what I was going to ask you. What are your What are your thoughts about these cryptocurrencies? I mean, as far as, My is it an like alternative a, source at all? No, I think it'll end up just the way of the dollar bill if this is implemented correctly, because you still have no physical backing of it. You Somebody is just saying Bitcoin is worth $8,000. That's, I mean. Yeah. 
Yeah, I never understood who said who had the got the final yeah, say or who, how was that. Who sets the price on Bitcoin? I don't know. There's a lot more people out there yeah. that know a lot more about this conspiracy and Bitcoin than well, me. Bitcoin's but, a whole that's a big rabbit hole, man. That is yeah. some in depth shit. So okay, so what you're saying right now is you're telling everybody if you have cash, hold on to that shit. Well, hold on to your cash, yeah. Don't deposit into the bank. Well. Should we pull out like it's Steve it's Boss? easy for somebody that has like ten grand in the bank compared to somebody that has like a couple mil. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> well, right, right. Yeah. So you're not gonna have yeah just boxes sitting around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh no, no, that's that. Don't go in that bedroom. That room. That's where I keep the <laughs> that's, ex- extra. That's my cash, cash room. <laughs> yeah. No. <clears throat> uh, what this article said was like uh, transfer it into physical wealth, like uh, gold. Gold or okay. something along those lines because it will go up in price. Buy some copper or something. I don't know about <laughs> copper. That's a lot of copper. Yeah, it is a lot. Yeah. Of Copper's that. only like two bucks yeah, a pound. Who cares so. about copper? Really Gold, though. baby. Gold. Man. Precious metals. And you know, it's crazy to think about too. I, I want to go around and ask you guys this because one of the main points of this is the the part of it that interests me too is that through gradual change, what you opened with, but the gradual change as far as these new devices and technology that takes the money away to where we say we I mean, don't even need Venmo. it. You don't even yeah. have to give your buddies cash. You just no, you don't need to. Yeah, here you go, nothing. dude. So yeah. let me ask you this. <clears throat> Todd, I want to start with you. How often would you say on a weekly basis that you have $20 or more in cash in your wallet? <laughs> never. Absolutely. Probably <laughs> never. I mean, I had to get it out this weekend just because I was going on a party bus. And right. Like, There's like an, an event. event. Yeah. Other than so, that, you'd yeah. say probably... Um, like if you give a percent, like 90% of the time or 90 higher than that, that yeah. you don't have it. Yeah. That's probably easy. The, if I'm not going to invent, I'll never have cash. I will say with me, I'm almost the same. Sometimes if I know that like, to, um, you know, if I get off on Friday and I know on Saturday, I'll be going somewhere that, you know, a bar or something that might have a couple, you know, maybe I'll get 20, $40, but mm-hmm. I would say 95% of the time I don't have any cash on mm-hmm. me. Keith, what about you? You you a little bit lower than that as a percentage? Yeah, I'm a little bit lower than that as a percentage. Um, <clears throat> I like to try and set a budget with cash because <clears throat> it's a lot easier for me. A weekly budget? Yeah. Okay. It's a lot easier for me to see me spending cash than just swiping a card. So I try and keep a weekly budget of like a, a hundred bucks. But like if I'm going to get gas that week, obviously I use my credit card. Got to get the points. Yeah. And uh, I really have a terrible time with online shopping some weeks. Gotcha. So I tend to splurge a lot with my credit card. <laughs> so it sounds like you actually prefer being more of a cash guy, at least mm. for during the week. Yeah, on a yeah, yeah. Basis. It's just, it, I don't care what anybody says. It's so much easier just to give a cashier cash and get change back. And Is it though? Get I don't, out of it, the store. It's not oh, easy though. Man. There's no way. You just stick it in. That's what she said. <laughs> you stick <Nice>. it in. <laughs> you stick it in the slot, especially like, uh, you know, for somebody like me that spends but, everything on a credit card, yeah. no matter what purchase it is. Some of those stores, like like you go to a gas station, like around here, it's a QT. If you go to QT, there is you stick it in, and there is no, you stick it in, you're out, it's done. There, yeah, there's no but then signing, you have to deal no with nothing. the dude sweating, like, oh my god, I think I got enough, and then decline. Uh, okay, damn it. that does happen. Or, oh, do you guys do chip or swipe? Swipe. Oh no, no, no! You have a chip. Put the chip in. Yeah, it, it just so that's hassle. also that's also an interesting point too, because I guess we can kind of we can kind of spin this a little bit too, because. Don't you think that this could also go to some, I feel like there's some way to connect this to the credit companies and, and well, yeah, putting out yeah, all yeah, these yeah. cards that, that end up fucking people because they don't know mm-hmm. how to budget their credit cards. That was and, my first thought. Yeah. It was like, I it, also actually, we haven't really talked to, about that. Forgot to mention that because uh credit card companies makes transaction 
transactions, even if it's your debit card off of it, each swipe, uh, yeah, the yeah, business yeah. gets charged uh-huh. for it. So uh, that's another way. Cash, it's free. The business oh, doesn't get charged. I see, I see you know what, what you're I mean? saying. Yeah, that's so. kind of like middle finger to that to the companies, right? Yeah, in that way. That, yeah, that's 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 an interesting point too. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like I, now that you got me thinking about the credit companies, it's like that's that's a big thing too because not only are we we are we being taught and saying hey these things are so much easier but it's also like hey check out one of these 5000 credit cards you can find points for whatever you like to do um and use this credit card and then the next thing you know you're in debt and yeah. you're falling behind fast well what made me think of uh it made me think of like what if so if there's no cash anymore and everybody's all it's all on your credit card debit card wherever if something were to happen where a hacker could get in and like hack the entire thing and you wake up and everything's just gone. Yeah. Then what happens? What's that? I said, then I mean, what happens? Then you're yeah, screwed. Yeah. yeah you're, you're done. Right. I mean, one person has the entire world by the balls. Yeah. yeah. And then you just got to hope I mean, that afterwards, <clears throat> you know, depending on what the hack is, you just basically, you're just sitting there hoping that your bank or whatever refunds something mm-hmm. percentage, all of it, you know, who knows at that point they could say, uh, no, fuck you. Yeah, you know? I mean that's that's what that they say. could be the one day thing you were talking about <laughs> earlier. For yeah. sure, no, I mean that's definitely, especially because when you talk about these these apps mm-hmm. and these things where we're uh, Venmo, where we're transferring money. I mean, there's I mean a, Uber just got hacked. Yeah, that's yeah, the so. reason that I'm not on Venmo just because it links up to your bank account. I mean, I don't like linking my bank account, yeah. but yeah, I mean it's kind of crazy to think about all these new apps and these new things that mm-hmm. you don't even need to one push your thumb, one move of your yep. thumb, and Man. you're sending money. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's interesting to think that, you know, it'd be funny if, like, if you think about think about Venmo, but instead of pushing that button, it's just like, instead it hits a button to where you're calling the mailman to come and get a $20 bill from you. And you have, that, you know, like, a delivery service to mm-hmm. deliver cash. That would just never happen. But yeah. it's funny to think about. Because mm-hmm. people are like, why would we do that? Well, <laughs> if you get hacked, man. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, let's go. First of all, what, what, what's the what's the name of this theory, Keith? I mean, do you have a name? Is there a title for something like this? Or is it just um, uh, digital currency? Fuck you. Uh, the global war on cash. Global war on cash. And that's what. Okay. Lessons from history. That's what the article is. So here's my thing is that we usually go around and we give a Todd, you got something? Yeah, I just have a question. Yeah, go um, ahead, man. So if we were to get rid of all the cash, could this be the government's way of just saying like, because we're so much, we have so much money in debt in general. If we get rid of all that cash and it's just kind of like, to me, it almost seems like it's made up now. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying, is it a way to get out of the debt debt hole? That's what it seems like. That's an interesting thought too. I like that. Just, yeah. Oh yeah. We're we're not in debt anymore. We're just going to fudge the numbers. Yeah. We're spending less than we're uh, making. That's true. Yeah. If you have no physical trail, like he said, yeah, sure. You could say any number and just say, well, you know, everything's digital. It's there. Mm -hmm. It's like, is it though? Yeah. That's what I was saying with the, that's uh, that's a good point. The government, I need a billion dollars to bail out so-and-so bank. Okay. And then federal reserve, here's a billion. And then that's scary. I could see that getting ugly right there. If Mm -hmm. you start (laughs) talking, It's already up. Yeah, I know. But man, it's just, it's, the more you think about it, the more possibilities start popping up, yeah. and then the worse it gets. And you're thinking, let's think about something else. Okay, so what we usually <laughs> I'm do, going straight gold bars from here. On well, on, well, let's do this. And what we usually do is we go around and we give a percentage. 
I feel like these ones are going to be high because I feel like we're already kind of doing this as far as the learning to use digital currency instead. I mean, that we've, we're millennials. We grew up our whole lives basically mm. in that transformation. Well, that was another thing this article also mentioned that I failed to re- remember <laughs> until you said that. Um, nice. <clears throat> that uh, like older people that use strictly cash, it's almost like mm-hmm. taboo to us. It's like, whoa. You just have cash. How, yeah. uh, we know one of our our best friends' dads it has always been a cash man. Oh a yeah, heavily wadded cash man. <laughs> yeah, kept that. kept jars of cash in his bedroom, and mm-hmm. our whole life we were like, this dude got a lot of cash just laying around all the time. Yeah, what my, is up? My grandpa's just like that. Like he always has cash in his wallet. Like he will not use his credit card like anywhere. I have to pay to get out of a parking garage because it takes credit card. He's like, let me have your credit card. I'm like, you're worth so much money. <laughs> <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> now that's the way my grandparents are, man. That's a good point. They too. don't, they don't fuck around. Yeah. Like, I mean, I bet, I bet, you know, we know a few multiple uh, older people that are just straight cash. Straight like, cash, homie. My grandma, when she goes and makes a big purchase, she knows what she wants. She has cash for it. Boom. Plops it down. Like 700 bucks or something. Yeah. It's, it's su- I feel like that's super interesting because like, I feel like to me and to a lot of millennial friends that I know, like you kind of said it earlier, but to me, um, and even my parents to an extent do this, where when it comes to the big purchase, that's when that's when they'll bring out the credit card because that's when you'll get the big points back. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting because it's a totally different mindset for us. Yeah, my We're mindset like, is I want them points. Yeah, I'm getting those. I'm getting those reward points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're like, no, no, I'm not. Just I, I got that dollar amount right here. Yeah, cash. Interesting. All right, well, Keith, start us off, man. Give us a percentage of what. What are we thinking about this? <sighs> man, this one now future. I mean, what this do, one's kind of rough. I think it's like sixty percent true. In what sense? In in the sense that uh, in my life team, in my life team, in my lifetime, <laughs> I don't think there will be physical currency. Wow. Okay. I, at least the elimination of certain coins and cash will start in my lifetime. Like the penny will be gone with uh, in my lifetime. Okay. So like something will be taken off. Yes. Of the scale yeah. that we have now. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Todd, what about you, man? Where you had on this percentage wise? What do you think? I don't know. I mean, I think we're all, I agree with you. I think we're, I think it's happening as we speak. Like, I think they're, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I probably 70%. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what I think about this too. I, I think, I think it's high, man. I, I, mm-hmm. I do. I, it makes sense. And especially if you think about how we grew up, you know, I mean, this is directly, affects us i mean it's directly the way and especially you know the younger kids if you have younger siblings or no younger people in general they're even more on a digital world than we are and yeah. that's weird well, to you, believe too you yeah. hear about all those uh in-app purchases like kids will just rack up like 20 grand in in-app purchases on like clash of clans or something like yeah don't even realize what they're doing no have no idea so like or is just every kid gonna start off bankrupt <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> you mean, know what i mean like kind of fucked up that's a but. whole nother that's what i said man the more you think about them that's another option that pops up and you're like oh mm-hmm. shit that's right you know huh yeah okay so i mean like for me i have a hard, I, I don't know i have a hard time believing that like you said keith one of the one of the forms of currency that we use now maybe a coin or a bill of some kind will be gone i have a hard time believing that just because i haven't seen anything like it i don't know i just it's weird for me 
Burr. Like it, you couldn't see them getting rid of the penny. I could totally see the penny I, being obsolete within the next like ten years. Yeah, I guess I, I guess so. I mean, if you say it, yeah, I guess so. My percentage is high though because I, I feel like I'm more of. I was gonna say like on the more of the side of getting, getting rid of them. I might not be so high, but I'm definitely on the side of at least training generations to get to that point. Maybe it won't be in my lifetime, but at some point, yes, I do see that. But I'm just saying, like as far as I'm here, mm-hmm. I don't see that happening. But um, see, I definitely thing- have. I mean, we're definitely a part of the training process to get away from it. Yeah, that's why my percentage, which I, I guess I, I'm gonna go high. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm going eighty percent on that one. I'm okay. going. I'm going all higher than all three of you because or two of you because uh, I just I know that I'm a part of this. Like I, the more that you, we talk about it, the more it's like, well, that's what I do, oh, and I do mm-hmm. that. No, I don't do that. I do that though. And every time I say or we say, yeah, we do that, it always tends to be on the digital side of things, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I don't. I can't even like attribute motive to it because I don't. I think it's just faster for companies and everything else to go digital. Yeah. So I don't really know. Yeah. You know so, what I mean? Right. Like yeah, I can't, sure. that's why I went with the getting rid of currency as that. I didn't put a motive behind I it got or you. anything, you know? Right. Okay. Strange. Well, good stuff, man. Keith, bringing it in hot this week. We, we appreciate that, man. Um, what do you guys think? Let us know. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or send us an email. Uh, anything but credible at gmail.com. Thoughts, suggestions, agree, anything. Let us know. All right, we uh, let's move on. Let's before we get out of here, let's let's jump into and we'll we'll just breeze through some weekly weirdness. We are uh, running out of time here. We got to get a uh, Todd's Todd's hitting up the the Blues game tonight, so we uh, we got to get him out of here on time. I will start with uh, with some weekly weirdness here. We we've talked about this before. This is a super quick hit, but Keith, I don't know if you remember. Well, this is a long time we talked about this uh, one a story like this, but it happened again. In New Jersey, it happened on November 19th, which was only like a week ago. Yeah, it's like less than a week ago. Mm-hmm. A baby was born. It just so happens to be on the 19th, I guess. Wasn't due until Christmas. So really prematurely born. Yeah. It just so happens that that's also the day that was her mother's birthday. And it's not only that, but it also happens to be the day that it was her mother's birthday. Three no generations on the exact way. same day when she was supposed to be born late December crazy it's she's right. the antichrist <laughs> it's a it's a female too um mike uh, let me see all three females that'd be even no oh, i don't know let me see about that did i say that i don't know a new <laughs> oh no it was a boy so a newborn his mother and grandmother were all okay so it was a baby boy but his mother and grandmother both born on november 19th gave birth to wasn't due until christmas so that's super weird that it would come on that day when it's you know almost mm-hmm. a, a, a month before yeah. that so it says uh done his mother turned 31 and her mom turned 67 on that day at, at when he was born wow so weird one of those just weird hits you know it's yeah. just like you just imagine growing up and you just it'd be easy i guess you know some people celebrate like my family i have a kind of big family they'll mm-hmm. do like a birthday month like august will everybody's birthday in august <laughs> and it's just like you get three out of the family done on the same day you know it's like oh and sunday yeah we got half the family it's their birthday so that's weird. Keith, you got anything over there? Uh, yeah, world's first uh, human head transplant, what? apparently. What? So, sorry. Yeah, what? That. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Oh, come on. I'm, well, 
kick me out. I can't read the rest of the article. Okay, <laughs> but, maybe we'll go back to that in a second. <laughs> no, I have to. It's behind a paywall. Okay, not well, going back. To <laughs> I'll jump in. Um, <laughs> oh, you got something else? Uh, yes, Florida man. Oh, Florida story. Yeah, accused of drowning a record. We are going to Florida. <laughs> thing I've ever heard. Why? Why would he? Why would he do that? Got into the chicken coop. Supposedly caged it and <laughs> put it in a pool. Why though? Was it his motive in there? Yeah, it ate his chickens. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, so it's a revenge, revenge murder. Yep, dude. Kelly doesn't even know if it was that raccoon. He just got a <laughs> raccoon and he drowned it. I that find thing. it really hard to believe. He's like, God damn it, Henry! I knew it was you. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way he knew it was that thing. What does this guy get? What did he get sentenced with? Uh, hasn't been sentenced yet. He's got to get something. It's like endangering some wildlife or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was arrested on suspicion of uh, <laughs> animal cruelty charges. Well, I just yeah. thought that was like the most Hoosier thing. It, I mean, that's extremely Hoosier. Yeah, yeah. My <laughs> chickens. Florida doing it big. Listen, to this this might be. I don't know if I. This is pretty Hoosier, but this might this might be a cheeky. Um, man gets his dying. Have you guys ever had a dying wish? Have you ever told anybody like, "Hey, if I die tomorrow, man, like, bury me with this," or I want my funeral. Yeah. Like, you've, have you said that before? Yeah, what was I want my ashes made into a diamond. Oh wow, you, fancy, huh? I don't know. I just saw the Ozark. <laughs> Todd, you ever say anything like that? Yeah. Like, uh, what did I say? Um, at my funeral, I want like the ending. Uh, Saturday Night Live theme song played like I'm being played out <laughs> okay. okay I like that I know my dad always said throughout early as I can remember through his life he always wanted to you know to have to be not the, the funeral mass to be a big party I know it was it our, our our squash reporter Flo Helly wasn't it uh, Papa Flo Helly didn't he want the coffin to be filled with beer instead of his body or something like that I feel like he said I think that so once. yeah people's got people always have weird things this man in Pennsylvania he got his dying wish and it was to be buried with cheesesteaks. Cheesesteaks? Multiple. Like Gino's or Sal's? Uh, Pat King's uh, <laughs> steaks in Philadelphia. Isn't that a big deal? According, yeah. yeah, it's a big place. Yeah. According to his grandson, Dominic, when asked what he wanted to take with him when he died, he said, what do you think? Pat's cheesesteaks. <laughs> no onions, his grandson said. <laughs> they didn't put any onions because they'll come back to haunt me. That's what the guy said. He was very specific about how he wanted his cheesesteaks. Interesting. He died of heart complications. So RIP to uh, Richard, Richard Lussie, Lucy, sorry, uh, Plains Township. Uh, shout out to to you, man. RIP, I should say. But you no, know, he got, uh, let's see, Richard, what did he, two and a half hour drive to this place where he would go on the regular to get his cheesesteaks. Dude, that's business. <laughs> They, they had planned to buy just one until they remembered a piece of advice he had given them. If you're going to Pat's, you always get two. You never order just one. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. He was buried with two of his favorite cheesesteaks. Hold the onions. Good for him. Wow. If there was a food you'd want to be buried with, what would it be? I already know mine. I'm going to say mine. Emo's pizza. I was going to say, it would probably be Emo's and, and Rav's, I guess, right? Yeah. Like, like just like one of my go-tos. What Todd, about you, what you got? He's thinking. It's either pizza or like a filet from like Citizen Canes or like this filet in Florida. It's called Louisiana Lanyops. It's one of the best filets I've ever had. Oh. Big stick okay. guy. Okay. No, right. He's he's going, he's going with the meat too. Okay. Yeah. I see. What you got, Keith? Uh, Todd, you got anything that you, you'd like to, anything specific you'd like to talk about? Like weirdness stuff? Just whatever. 
I know off the top of my head. Okay. <laughs> that, that's all right. You know, you never know. Somebody's always, well, you never know if somebody's got something in there like, uh, go uh, listen to Offended. Well, yeah, obviously that. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely pop. begin that. Cheap pop. Got to get the plugs in, man. We're, we're all, hey, we're, we are, we are pro plug. We tell everybody that we're all about the plug. Seriously. Oh, yeah. Uh, UFO spotted. Wow. Scattered some clouds. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing really shocking here. Okay. Well, hey, I'm always down for the, where was that at? New Mexico, uh, Arizona, close enough. Yeah, here I got something that I got something that this. I read this and I said it just it blew my mind. Are you guys roller coaster fans? Oh, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, definitely. You're not compared to this guy. Just saying, no. John Hale. This guy, I I I, I want to send out send out some psychiatrists or doctors for this guy. I kind of feel like I feel like he might be. There's something wrong with this guy. He. <laughs> Disney in California Disneyland's Adventure, the, they have a Cars themed ride, mm-hmm. and he just set his own personal record. He rode the ride as of November thirteenth this year, his ten thousandth time riding the ride. Wow! Let me tell you, a that's bit gross, this. dude. What? What? That's he why. started his journey started in twenty twelve. That's only five years ago. He wrote it 10,000 times in, in five years. Like, yeah, add that up. Listen to this. I want to know how long he waited in line. He, his fast, first day, the first day, <laughs> fast, fast, yeah. the first day he discovered it, he rode the ride seven times. Within six months, he had racked up 56 rides. What? Uh, but it wasn't until on his 300th ride that the operator, operators of the ride and the pit crew noticed him. And they started, you know, I think just letting him go. They're like, oh, my God, this guy's insane. He's a psycho. He probably thought he might kill him or something if they didn't let him on the ride. I don't know. I mean, I've, I feel like I would. But uh, <laughs> after that, he got to know all the pit members. And they were like really? some of his own family, he says. They joined him for his milestone rides of 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, every thousand, so on after that. He even rode the ride 30 times in one day just to make it to 2,400 rides by the end of the year of 2014. He almost had. Over 2,400 times, and that's in two years, <laughs> he wrote this one one ride, the same ride. There's other oh. rides there, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just loved this so much. It's like, yeah, it's Disneyland. It's like, what? Um, Strange dude. In, in 2010, before the ride even opened, Hale's choice of activity on any day off from work was coming to Disneyland. So he was already a regular. Dude, that's really creepy. <laughs> However, how old is this guy? Moving around was difficult. He was four hundred and five pounds. Oh, so he's God. told people that he started using the ride as an excuse to walk around the theme park. And his goal was that he wanted to be able to fit in the ride. He so he purposely lost weight to get on his this ride. I'm respecting this dude. Yeah, now. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for him. Actually. No, good for him. Yeah. yeah. This isn't as weird as I thought. That is, this ride could have saved his life. Yeah, but you don't do it ten thousand times. That's weird. That's weird. If it's going to save your life, though. Yeah. Well, maybe. Okay. I guess so. Yes. <laughs> um, and his, okay. So he said his, his goal was 10,000 and he got it. And, uh, and now he's dead. He goes, <laughs> he goes, Ooh, he got dark there. <laughs> we will see what the rest of the year holds for me. I know I need to reach 10,101 on December 8th. He wrote. Why? So he's not done at 10,000. I don't know. This guy's an, ins- he's insane. I don't know. This guy, he's crazy. He's crazy. That's crazy. That is a little yeah. nuts. I mean, come That's on. a little crazy. Listen, I love like, this, you know, if we're talking St. Louis or Eureka, Six Flags. Yeah. I, you know, I love Screaming Eagle. Love the Batman. 
I'm not riding either of the boss. You know, I love mm-hmm. those, right? They're classics. I'm not riding mm-hmm. either one of those anywhere close to three times in one day. Never. Really? No, fuck no. Like, who have you guys ever went to like serious, serious roller coasters and, and, and rode them more than three times in one day? I did when I was in Universal Studios is because I'm a big movie buff and I thought the atmosphere was so cool. Like, especially Jurassic okay. Park. Like, you okay. feel like you're on the set. Like, oh, like that was cool. I know a couple dudes that would just love that. Yeah. Right, yeah, I don't know. Enough. I've rode the boss like three times one really? day. Really? Yeah, when three I was times. younger. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe I'm just not as cool as you guys. I don't know. I, mean, <laughs> I could just be like You obviously don't know how to theme park. Well, yeah, not to the full extent. Yeah. And it doesn't help that we live in St. Louis. It's like one of the shittiest theme parks like in the nation. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's bad. <laughs> Anything else over there, Keith, before we get out of here? No, just shout outs. That's All right. So one more, one super quick hit before we get into shout outs. I don't know about you guys, but I love Antiques Roadshow. You guys ever watch that? I don't think I've you never that. watched Dude, it. Oh really watch that I'm about to put you on some some game right now. <laughs> Antique Roadshow is cl- you know what it is though. I actually don't. What I've been behind on like TV lately. Oh, this is they've been doing this since like 1980. This is like a 50 year yeah. show. People oh. bring in their junk. It's kind of like Pawn Stars, but on PBS. So you know it's going to be more boring and it, educational. It's legit. I have These never. People, they have. They, it's like a big where they actually. Are, I, I don't know if they came to St. Louis recently or they're coming. But well, they they go they around go, the country. Yeah, I think, and they yeah. go to these big like they come down to the. Um, not the Jones Dome, but the what's the right next? The America Center. America Center. Yeah. And they'll have everything sectioned off. Like if you have paintings, they'll have like a painting experts. And they'll say, what is this? And the guy will say, oh my God, we got to get on TV. And then they'll say, do you know how much did you buy this for? And they'll say, oh, I bought it for five bucks. And he'll say, <laughs> well, and he'll tell you everything about it. Mm-hmm. Probably too much. And then they'll say at the end, he goes, if we auction this off right now, you would be able to get $80,000 for it. You know, people are mm-hmm. like, wow, that's amazing. You know, <laughs> It's really, you don't think it's cool until you watch five minutes of it mm-hmm. and then before you know it's like oh did i just watch this whole hour episode it's like you want to see how much the other thing yeah it's just now. like wait oh yeah no fucking way that's worth and then you start thinking what's in my closet <laughs> what do i got in my attic yeah what what is my what, what can i steal from my grandma because of some like dopey lava lamp like, yeah <laughs> oh that's the first lava lamp this ever was, produced this was made in 1925 you see the tag right there on the glass that's zero zero one yeah that's the first edition <laughs> well this is a my last story here is something about that where this couple bought a uh, a picture, a $2 picture at a yard sale. It was not at an auction or anything, but a $2 picture. Had it end up uh, somebody, uh, you know, came across it and said, whoa, 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 whoa. you, you got to take this to an antiques collector or whatever. And uh, turns out that it is thought to be in the picture, uh, a picture of Billy the Kid. Now, I don't, I don't know if you guys know about the mm-hmm. legacy of Billy the Kid. But it's only been at to date, I believe it's only one picture he's ever been recorded of being him in in a picture. Hmm. That picture went for two point three million dollars. Oh, they think that this is the second ever picture uh, to have Billy the Kid in it, uh, along with somebody else, along with the sheriff. Oh, along with the sheriff that arrested him, I think. No, so shit. that's like super legit as far as like collectible. Um, and they right now currently. Let's see. Billy the Kid. If you don't know who Billy the Kid is, he's a famous thief robber in the mid 1800s. Outlaw. Outlaws, mm-hmm. yeah. You should Google him. If you don't know about him, then you're kind of lame already. But <laughs> uh, they're estimating to be $5 million worth five, this one picture. They bought it for $2. I think it's going to be $5 million. So shout out to them. Hopefully that, yeah, hopefully that auction. What an investment. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could put it that way. <laughs> um, yeah, so shout out to them. I don't even know their names, but you know, that, that's a pretty cool story. Okay, let's get out of here, guys. And before we do that, of course, shout-outs. Uh, Keith, you want to start us off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Let me open up my phone. Uh, shout out to <clears throat> shout out to Tim, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uncle Griff, you mean? Uncle Griff. Yeah. Uh, Harrison James Buckley. That is his nephew's name. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shout out to Harrison. Yeah. yeah, sure. Shout out to him. And uh, shout out to Dale Earnhardt Jr. Oh, why? He retired. Oh, and, Junior. Uh, just want to say <laughs> shout out to him because like he made NASCAR, I guess, somewhat cool. The only dude I know from NASCAR, pretty much. Same here. I love Dale Earnhardt Jr. Yeah, cool. Shout out to him. <laughs> Good career, bud. Yeah. I like to shout out to number one. I, I guess I said at the beginning of the show, but to Japan, right? Yeah, because you guys mm-hmm. they're showing us some love. We 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 really appreciate that. But also, I know that Thanksgiving is now in the past, and we're moving towards Christmas. But I want the shout out kind of it touches both. It has to do with I want to shout out to all of the grandmothers or grandparents or aunts or whoever party family party holders. You know, whoever's house you're going to. If any, but I'm just gonna summarize it as grandma and grandpas because that's that's how I feel like uh, yeah. what I'm used to. So, shout out to anyone like that that lets you get take that gives out the extra f- food. You know what I mean? The, the 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 Thanksgiving extras. My grandma hooked it up this year. I I don't know why because I guess she didn't want the food. I don't know, but <laughs> man, you just had me thinking like that's legit, man. If somebody comes over and brings 85 pounds of food and you don't eat it all. Yeah, I feel like it, it's uh, what an act to be able to hand that back out and say, "No, you take it. I don't want to hear anymore." You know what I mean? Is that weird? No. And coming into <laughs> coming into Christmas, you know, I'm sure it's going to happen again, where everyone brings a bunch of food. At least if that's how your family rolls, you know. Yeah. So shout out if your grandma and grandpa is handing out the food to you, man. Shout out to them. Uh, uh, you can't go wrong with that, Todd. Oh, I guess we should also shout out to Todd, right? Yeah, I was now. just about to say I'm so terrible at shouting out the guests. Yeah. How, how terrible are we, man? Well, listen. Uh, we're, we'll have you plug your stuff here, but we also shout out to uh, your podcast, the Offended Podcast, and PWP Nation. We uh, we're big fans. You guys should all be listening to that already. If you're not, Todd, once again, man, tell us how we can get the Offended Podcast. You can find the Offended Podcast by searching PWP Nation on Facebook or at Apple Podcasts. All right, shout outs. You got anything to shout out? Anybody? Anything? Uh, I got a couple actually. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's do it. So I give a shout out to my little brother. His birthday's next week. Hey, shout out. Nice. Turns. Oh shit! Ten. Uh-oh. Yeah, I think ten. Ten turns, turns ten. Double digits. Uh, <laughs> give a shout babe. out to Ryan Wilson because we are moving in. T- I bought a house recently. We're oh, moving into our new house uh, this week. Actually, shout out! Oh, nice. Well, shout out to you for that. Man. Thank you. That's legit. Uh, shout out to you guys and uh, <laughs> and uh, shout out to my girlfriend. Just met her parents and they're cool people. So shout out. To hey, them. shout out, man. Yeah, right on. all right good, on. good stuff, man. All right. Well, listen, everyone. Shout out to you guys for listening and and checking in with us. We appreciate you. Uh, you hit us up Facebook. We are uh, let's see. Uh, I guess on Facebook we're at ABC Pod. That's ABC Pod. Twitter we're underscore ABC Pod. Instagram you can find us ABC Podcast. That's super simple. Don't forget about DoogieMedia.com. That's D U G G Y Media.com. Also, anything as far as show suggestions, ideas, you you, you know, we want to hear from you guys. You want to start off next week's episode, audio uh, intro or joke or whatever you got, send it to us. Anything but credible at gmail.com. We're set moving into December now. We are set to think we're going to have, I think, Foshi's next week. So that'd be cool. Maybe we'll talk about, uh, who knows, we might bring, bring back some Nick Cage 
conversations. Uh, who knows what's going to happen? I hope. Yeah. But <laughs> after him, we got a couple more people coming in. Well, after that, after him is 70. So we're, we're jumping into already good stuff uh, as far as special episode and heading into Christmas and the New Year. So stick around for us. It's only going to get better. This has been the Anything But Credible podcast. We appreciate you. Keith, do you have another dad joke to take us out on? How do nachos dance? How do they dance? They do the salsa. <laughs> okay, I'm turning this off. <laughs>